and welcome to this week's uh, Thursday night edition of the Fins Up podcast. I'm your host, Terry, and after many, many technical attempts, I'm finally here with my handsome colleague, as always, Dan Nichols. Dan, how you doing, big fella? I'm doing good. I don't think you did justice to just how many technical difficulties they were, but I think this will be the last time this will happen, Terry, so um, let, let's just get down to business before my internet drops out again and I get angry. How are you, by the way? I'm I'm really good, mate. I'm uh, I'm literally about 15 hours away from boarding a flight to tropical paradise known as Fiji. Uh, but before that, I thought we'd better squeeze in the podcast. We're not going to talk about the upcoming uh, annihilation that I think the sharks are going to take against the roosters. Instead, we're going to do something different. But Dan, you and I have got a little bit of exciting news for our listeners uh, coming up. Yeah, we do now. Um... We get, we're going professional, Terry. We are going professional. We've had many people tell us that one of us sounds like we're on the moon or one of us sounds like we're in a tunnel or one of us sounds, you know, like we're so far away. It's not funny. So you and I are going to change that. Um, when I get back from Fiji, we are going to get uh, some new equipment. Yes. Um, we're going all testing in some, uh, some microphones, proper microphones, uh, some technology uh, advances, and we're also going to a new podcast a podcast host. We're moving away from Anchor, um, but all of the podcasts uh, will still be able to go on Apple and Spotify and all the other places where you can get your podcast downloads from. Um, so do keep an eye out for that. Dan and I are going to uh, produce many uh, much different content. There will be a review of the game immediately with our uh, instant thoughts and, and reaction. There will be a preview uh, podcast. There will be, um, yeah, which will have the, the team with Tuesday up. There will be a rival podcast where we'll go out and get uh, podcasters from the clubs that we're facing uh, and talk to them about their favourite Sharks games, memories of yeah, wherever we're playing, favourite players, players that I'd want to sign now, etc., uh, etc. Et so there'll be more uh, of our voices polluting your ears and bursting your eardrums before you know it. But Dan, but, this podcast tonight, let's talk about it. Well, but just before we do, sorry, I, Terry, there'll be, as you said, there'll be a new platform. Um, and what we'll be doing is we'll be introducing for the first time a video podcast. I feel you undersold that. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so sorry I to steal your thunder, understand. Terry. Please go on. Yeah, uh, so Dan and I jumped on a New Zealand Warriors podcast uh, uh, recently, uh, obviously before the uh, the Warriors game, and we're impressed with the features that you could have on there, so we will also be doing a live podcast onto a YouTube channel, I believe. Yeah, that's correct. We'll either be going on Rugby League Outlaws or starting our own. We haven't had that discussion yet, but uh, definitely keep an eye out. This was... Um Look, Terry's just come to me and said, Dan, we've got to get serious. And I said, nah, get fucked. And ultimately, he's bigger than me. So I, I gave in and bent to his will. And I'm also very, very, very excited about it. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, you and I started this as a piss take. But the analytics don't lie. The listens don't lie. And the sponsors that are knocking on our doors at the moment don't lie. So we've got to do something about this. We do. And I'm very um, excited. But... We do have to do something about it. And, uh, you know, a little bit of investment, uh, it'll quickly turn itself around. But this podcast, Dan, I dropped this on you very quickly. Mm. Where uh, We've just started round seven. We uh, watched the South Sydney Rabbitohs beat uh, the Dolphins in a game where Ashley Klein was man of the match. He was absolutely revolting tonight. I can't back him. Uh, mainly the bunker, but also Ashley Klein and his forehead can fuck off. But uh, we're in round seven. Uh, Sharks are on, you know, not the best form at the moment. Two wins, three losses. Uh, we've had a bye. Our four and against is plus 23 off the top of my head, and I think that's going to take an absolute pummeling tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Uh, one of the things that always stands out uh, when you talk about, you know, next season, next season, or this season, or what are you going to do, or how are you going to do it, is recruitment. The, the, the R word, um, mate. The dreaded R word. The dreaded R word. So I think we're in an interesting uh, predicament at the moment in the fact that we have 
a lot of players signed up for next season. Mm-hmm. And we have a few spots uh, open, yep. as you say. So I think it's important to have a look at who is signed for next year and where we need to uh, strengthen. Now, we're not going to go through every position or every player, but what I dropped on Dan this afternoon was to pick two positions in the Sharks' current team that need upgrading and not go on zero tackle and see who's off contract. Uh, So when Dan tells me he's two positions, I've got two as well that I think need upgrading. And when Dan tells me his list of players, uh, also his his, uh, people that he thinks or positions, we'll, we'll read them out. We'll see whether we'd sign them or not. And then we could also talk about the off-contracted Sharks players and whether we will keep them. So, just interesting to know for 2024, uh, players contracted. Max Bradbury, Blake Braley, Jesse Colhern, Kate Dykes, Dale Finucan, uh Braden Hamonuelli, Thomas Hazleton. There is a player option on Royce Hunt, which I hope he does not pick up. Uh, Nico Hines, Kale Iro joins the first grade squad. Sione Katoa, Oregon Kafusi, uh, Cam McInnes, Matt Moylan, Renato Multalo, Britton Akora, Niwe Pudu uh, joins the full time squad as well. Jesse Ramin, Toby Rudolph, Sam Stone Street, CSU Fatalakai, Satini Torkamo, Connor Tracy. Oh, I thought his contract ran out this year. Braden Trindle and Jack Williams. So that's one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nine, twenty, twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, twenty four, twenty five positions. Yep. With uh, so that leaves us with five players to fill. Was Teague Wilton on there? Sorry, Terry. No, Teague Wilton is not yeah. on there because he's not resigned. Well, there you go, Teague Wilton. Hopefully, that brings us to twenty six. So let's work off four. So that would mean Harati's not there next season? No, because... Hold on a second, hold yeah. on. Because Will Kennedy at the moment is not re-signed. Oh, officially, yeah. Okay, there you go. So we're working off three. Was Katoa... Yeah, Katoa is in that. Okay, so we got three spots, hopefully. We're working on three. So that means players off contract. Let's just quickly go through these. Dan Atkinson? Yep. Would you re-sign? Uh, potentially. I have to see what we see over the next six weeks. Jaden Beryl? Uh, probably not. Wade Graham? Uh, no, he's going to Catalans. Yeah. Uh, Mawini Harodi? Uh, no, definitely not. we got too many superstars coming through. I think I included Royce Hunt in the player option. I did. Yeah. I included Royce Hunt in the count. Yep. Uh, he's a player option. We don't know if he's going to come here. So let's work off three and Royce Hunt. Yep. Uh, Matty Cavallo, would you keep or would you let go? No, I would let go based on the fact of what we got coming through. Although if he was willing to stay at Newtown and be a fringe player, definitely. Will Kennedy? Uh, well, yes, 100%. Keep, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know why he's on the ends and hasn't been at the Sharks this year. And T. Wilton, obviously, we're both saying that we would re-sign. So, those are three players, Dan. Two positions I've asked you to pick. <laughs> First position. Front row. Where are the Sharks in most need of an upgrade? Front row. Immediately yesterday. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to go on the record and say that we probably need two front rowers. Yep, 100%. Two starting calibre front row. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm just going to quickly, because Spencer Linu is on here, so we can delete Spencer Linu. Yep, unfortunately. Uh, did Matt Lodge sign a multi-year deal with the Roosters, or was it just a one-year deal? Uh, one, but I believe it's a matter of time until that's yeah, extended. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so props that are off contract. Uh, into next season. Nelson, Asopo Solomona, Logan Bayless, Eddie Blacker, Morgan Boyle, Ethan Bullymore, JJ Collins, Pawasa Farmasuili, I can't fucking say his name, I'll stuff that up, Jordan Grant, Weary McGregor, Omri Gula, Samuel Hughes, Josh Kerr, Liam Knight, 
Matt Lodge, but yeah, he's not. Uh, Jordan McLean, Thomas McAuley, Tepai Moroa, Chris Patolo, uh, Tuikamir, Simpkins, James Tamo, Jermaine Sarah Brown, Martin Powell, Luke Thompson, Jared Ware, Hargroves, and Aaron Woods. There are two standout names in there for me straight away, Dan, and that would be Martin Powell and Aaron Woods. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You absolutely stitched me up there because that was not what I was expecting. Yet there are two, myself <laughs> and the Solomona, and um, Luke Thompson. Jared Warehub. I would be all over oh, Luke Jared Thompson. Oh, Jared Warehub Yeah, Oh, yeah, him too. Look, there's three there, but I, out of the three. I, I, I don't think I could justify Luke Thompson for the simple fact that he's still going to want big money. And if I'm giving big money to anybody on that list... I'm going Nelson Asafa Solomon. 100% agreed. But if you offer me any player on that list at a decent price, it's Luke Thompson without a second thought. I love the guy's game. But for need, pure need, mate, Nelson is the player we need. Let's let's bring in, let's go into Luke Thompson quickly. I know you're a lot higher on him than I am. I do like the Luke Thompson's versatility because he has lined up in the NRL at lock. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's born on the 27th of April, 1995. Happy birthday in two weeks. That's my mum's birthday, 27th of April, oh, just really? not 1995. That'd be weird. I'd be older than her. Um, so he will be 28 this year, 29 next year when he turns up to us. Look, that's a really decent age. I thought he was a little bit older than that. Uh, that's a good age for a prop. My only concern with him is how brittle he seems to be. Mm-hmm. And from all reports at Canterbury is that, you know, he's a great person when you talk about going and doing things for the fans and he's a great person that, you know, when he's injured and he turns up to all these, you know, photograph sessions and like, but he's a prick. Oh, well, that, uh, we, need, we need a prick in that squad, mate. Yeah, I just don't think he passes the dickhead side of things for Fitz. That's fair. Um, so he uh, he joined the Canary Bulldogs uh, in 2020, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He, he got an early release from Wigan, made the move in June, completed two weeks of isolation, and then played his first game against uh, the Broncos. Uh, he was on a report for eye gouging. One yeah. of Penrith plays in a 42-0 loss. That makes sense. Um, suffered bad injuries, played 13 matches in 2022, and injured his ankle and has not been cited this year. Um, so he's had an up-and-down uh, start to his career. Uh, signing with the Bulldogs at the time in 2020 is one of the worst things he could have done because they've been shit ever since he arrived. Yep, Um I think for for the for the amount of money that it's going to take to get Luke Thompson to the Sharks, I I, I still think at the end of this year he's going to go home. Um, he's he, he'll go back to St Helens or he'll go to uh, Wigan or somewhere. You know he'll go to one of the good teams. Um, That's where I thought he was going at the end I, of last year. To be fair, yeah. If I'm if I'm picking anybody on that list to give big money for, let's talk about him. But it's Big Nelson, Asafa Solomona. That is that for mine has got to be like our number one target. Yeah, what have we been saying for the best part of two years? We need a big meter-eating grub, and that bloke fits that to a T. He's come from the Melbourne system. He's got arguably the best coach in the game. You know, he'd be coming to a similar coach in terms of his discipline and fits. I'd be I'd be shocked if we don't have a go. But how are you going to get him out of Melbourne? My first question for you is, does he pass the dickhead test? Yes, because the only thing I can think of offhand was a drunken fight in Bali and show me an Aussie slash New Zealander who's ever been to Bali without getting into a drunken fight. Mate. Uh, now, the other thing that is the most Nelson Asafa Solomona thing that you could ever, ever imagine, he's actually born on the 29th of February. Oh, there you go. So what, he's like seven? Yeah, he's like <laughs> Fucking hell. So that is like the most Nelson thing ever, like yeah. ever. If you could, if you could name one complete fact about Nelson Asafa Solomona, 
and you said that he was born on the 29th of February, I'd probably just go, yeah, that, that makes sense. Another thing as well, he briefly tried veganism, however, found it didn't work with his dietary requirements. That's because he literally eats a cow a day. Yeah, he's, uh, he's huge. He's six foot seven, 115 kilos. He's massive. He's 27, although he's technically five. Mm-hmm. And so he'd be 28 next year when he turned for us. He's in the peak of his powers. Yep. Uh, he's a premiership winner. Yep. Uh, he is just everything that we need now. There's been links for him uh, to the Dolphins. There's been links with him. Uh, there were early links with the Roosters. Uh, there's yep. been links with the ARU. But if there's one player that... Uh, Cronulla absolutely need it's this guy so I'm going to ask you now mm-hmm. how much money and how many years are you giving Nelson to join the Sharks the easy answer is whatever he wants if he wants four years you give him four years because you got to get him here first my thinking yeah. is okay I'm hoping look nothing against particularly against Royce Hunt but we need an upgrade he and Wade Graham both leave we combine their money that's what we got for Nelson and you bring up a minimum wage elsewhere to pad the cap. I think you've got to do whatever you need to do to get this bloke in. And if that means tapping someone on the shoulder who's the wrong side of 30, I'd also be looking at that too. But four, four years, yeah. brings him to 32, perfect. Yeah, I mean, the, th- the thing is, I'm like you. If he said to me it's going to take five years with the player option for a sixth, I'm going to do it. Yep. I think the most money I'd give him would be 900 grand. Oh, I think the front rower, you sort of tap out at seven. But if he's the difference between us finishing in the four and winning the comp, what's the next couple well, of hundred? Luke Thompson's on 850 grand, and he's not going to ask for a pay reduction. I, I would argue that he'd have to. I would argue that he'd have to. I would argue also that Nelson is ten times the player that Luke Thompson will ever be. No, which is why. I'm thinking that you're going to have to go eight, nine hundred. Now, I said the maximum I'd go for him was 900. I know you want to tap out around about 700. But again, have a look. We've got Dale Finucane, and I know his, his contract you know, goes down every year. But one year, Dale Finucane was paid $750,000 to join the Sharks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, for mine, for mine, the most I'd go for Big Nelson is 900 grand and a couple of years, you know, four or five six years, whatever he wanted, just to get him there. I mean, at 34, I would still expect this guy to be running over people. Yeah, well, look at the size of him. Mate, ultimately, it comes down to what he wants. Because he this is this is the one. This is the one where he's going to make the most money, especially with the rugby union poking their ugly 15-man head in, saying, oi, we got a World Cup coming up. No, I, I know their um, eligibility for either the... The Wallabies or the Kiwis or All Blacks rather is a bit different. I think he's eligible for both based on the fact that he plays here or something. I can't remember what it is, but that's going to be a big character dangle. But if Fitz can say, "Look, you're our main man," offer him maybe the vice captaincy. I don't know what that means. Say, "Look, come be a pack leader. You're going to earn a lot of money and you got a shot at a premiership." Puts us in the discussion. But ultimately, if we have to add that fifth year on to beat what maybe Melbourne can offer, because I can't see them wanting to let him go, then, yeah, you, you give him what he wants. It's absolute necessity that we get someone of his size and ability. Yeah, so he's eligible to play for the Wallabies because he's been here since he was 15 years old. There you go. Well, that's World Cups on our soil in, uh, what, five years' time? Yeah, so, I mean, sign him for four and then let him go afterwards. Yep, uh, cool. he, is the one, he is the one for mine. Um, just going through here, he's never had a big suspension. Uh, he's Dalian, he was nominated for the Dalian Pop of the Year in 2018. Never had a big suspension. And his injury history doesn't seem to be too bad. Um, the biggest thing that I can remember about Nelson is in 2021 when they played Penrith in the prelim, he scored the most blatantly obvious uh, obstructed try ever and then had a tantrum about it. So that's why I like him. Yeah, fair enough. Um, well, mate, he's, he's also lifted this season based on the fact that he started because he's been off the bench yeah. and he's the pack leader this year and I think he's just got better. 
Yeah, that, that rotation that he has with Christian Welch, uh, Christian Welch is absolutely amazing. And he's just he's risen to a new level. I fully expect him to re-sign with Melbourne, but we should be doing everything we can to get him here. Uh, there's another guy on the list. Um, now, you've said Luke Thompson. Yep. Uh, what are we saying with Luke Thompson? The most would give him would be about 700 grand? Oh, probably six. Yeah. His injury history really worries me. Jared Warrior Hargraves is the, let, let's say, equal second with Luke Thompson for mine. Now, it came out in the papers the other day that uh, Warrior Hargraves wanted to stay at the Roosters, um, but they have signed Spensalino and don't have any money for him, yep. uh, which is, one, surprising, and two, unsurprising in the same breath. Uh, he's 35. Mm-hmm. I believe he's 35. But for me, he is another one who just fits straight into our team. He's got the history with Craig Fitzgibbon. Absolutely. Um, he's still at a really high level. Uh, suspension, yeah, okay, but not really injury. Um, he's a premiership winner. He's he's played for the Kiwis since 2009. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's absolutely incredible. He's played 283 games. Um should have been turned off 284 times, but yeah, he's uh, he's just for mine. He's the perfect piece for us in terms of leadership to bring into the team. He's 34, already turned 34, so he'd be 35 next year. Uh, Different type mine, of recruit, though. Yeah, for mine, Jared Roy Hargreaves is. A no-brainer. Yeah. Now, I, I floated this on Twitter the other week and got met with, you'd blow up the club for a 34-year-old or 35 at the time. Okay, you're not signing him for four years. You're not making him the pack leader. Or he can be the pack leader, but I, I don't care, to be honest. This is about you bring him. You, you pay him as a 35-year-old. You pay him one year with the potential of a second as a pinch hit because if you click the next season, the amount of front rowers that are off contract is ridiculous. There's your one year, and it's not like a one-year fill-in. That's a one-year improvement that gets us close to a premiership. I think this is as close to a no-brainer. I think I would probably go this route rather than pay Asafa Solomona close to a million dollars because you get Warrior Hargraves for half that for a year, he can get us that extra step. And if it works out, you go a second because we got 90% of our squad signed up for the next three years plus. I mean, for mine, I'm saying we need two props, so I'm going Nelson and Jared have to be in the black, white, and blue next year. That's fair. Absolutely fair. Now, I mean, there's, the, there's some other names on here as well that are of interest in a Jared Warrior Hargraves role. Like, I'm saying Nelson is is the one that we have to get. He is my number one target as yep. well. He's the one that we have to get. If we can't get Jared Warrior Hargraves, there's another guy who plays for the Cowboys, Jermaine Snore brown I think he's improved in leaps and bounds this year. Um, I'm not touching Jordan McLean. I think he's absolutely shite. I don't know how he ever played for Australia or New South Wales. Thomas McKayle, uh look, couldn't even cut it in the Super League. Liam Knight is an absolute no from mine. Uh, Wimmer Greg is an O. Emery Gula. Yeah, now, always seems to, yeah, it always seems to play quite well. But if there was a Ethan Bullymore, uh, I thought he was going to be a lot better than he was. Eddie Blacker is another one. He's at Penrith at the moment. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna he's gonna be a standout. But Josh Kerr, yeah, Josh Kerr is. Uh, if, if I can't get my hands on Jared Boy Hargraves, I want to get my hands on Josh Kerr. Yeah, he's a big dude. He's um he's not flashy by any stretch, but I don't think we need a flashy front roll. We just need a bloke that can go out there and get you 125, 130 metres with a minimal of fuss. So, yeah, he's definitely a player I'm looking at. Yeah, he's he's a... I, I don't know how he doesn't start at the Dragons. Mate, well, I do, because Hook's a shit coach. Well, there you go. Uh, but he starts saying Musgrove over him. I think when the, since the Bellens come back, his minutes have, have gone down, but... He's averaging, in, in five games this year, he's tackling at 92% averages, 10 runs for 100 metres, most of the time's coming off the bench. One penalty, zero errors. Hey, that's as uh, good as you get off a bench player. Yeah. We yeah, can dangle so, the carrot of a starting uh, spot. Yeah, I think uh, I think Josh Kerr, there's plenty of untapped potential on him, and he is a player that, uh, you know, he's 27... Uh, he'll be 28 next year, coming into the prime as a prop. 
I think, you know, if you if you were to turn around and say Nelson Asopa Solomona and Toby uh, were your starting props and then you had uh, Josh Kerr and, you know, Origin Kafusi and Braden Hamonuelli fighting it out and you, you picked up someone like Aubrey McGregor to throw in for Banter or you kept Royce Hunt, uh, you're in a you're in a better spot than we are now. Yeah, but uh, let's just say that Nelson is definitely the one. Yep, Nelson Murray Hargraves Kerr. There is always a look at the Super League. A lot of players are looking to come across, but not knowing much about who's off contract. What? There, it's a bit of bit of fantasy booking. We we missed the trick. Like Paul Vaughan has gone to the Super League and still been absolutely incredible. He's and like right. last year, Paul Vaughan was incredible and. I don't even know how anyone missed this, mainly because Dragons fans are inbred. But the Warrington fans the other day <laughs> sung "I'm Vaughny," yeah. and it was like it, it was just there. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, mate. He is. He just re-signed too. Oh, and now the next time we see Paul Warren, I expect him to sing "I'm Warny to us. Yeah, because great. Give him that, that. kind of. Yeah. Uh, Dan, I, I, I think we both agree that it's got to be Nelson, uh, Luke Thompson, Jared Ware, Hargraves, Josh Kerr, uh, are, the, are the four that we go there. If you had to pick two, pick two for me. Uh, Nelson and Ware Hargraves. I want the big Kiwi grubs. And Nelson and Ware Hargraves as well. What's the second position that we need to upgrade, Dan? Well, I, I have two that I want to I want to give an asterisk. Now, 5'8", for me, is the one that stands out in a big, big way. But if the thought is with K Dykes moving to six, then I'm going center with the thought of perhaps moving Talakai back because, unfortunately, as big a fan as I am of Kyle Eero, there seems to be a... Well, he's missed a lot of tackles in, in New South Wales Cup, and I feel like people, myself included, have cooled on him. Um, he's missed the last few weeks, so injury, so hopefully he comes back against a really good Rooster side and really puts his name there because he's only he's two weeks away from becoming available. So I, I again, with an asterisk, I think we need an upgrade at left centre because I don't think Talakai, I think he's got to go in the middle. I think he's got to be our starting lock. Next season is where I'm going with this. But I'm going to go with 5'8", because Matt Moylan ain't it, and Kay Dykes is coming off an ACL injury, and I don't think Fitz sees Trindle as a number six. So it's 5'8 for mine. Right. So I, you know, I, I, I'm, with, I'm with a lot of your thought process on that. I've gone a different way for my second position. So my, my first position that we need to upgrade is prop. Uh if you talk about the halves that are off contract, Jack Cogger, Kurt Donahue, although he's more of a hooker, Matt Frawley, Ben Hampton, he could finally sign with us, Kurt Mann, Josh Reynolds, Jamin Salmon, uh, Daniel Atkinson, who's currently at the Sharks, Jack Burke, don't know who he is, Luke Brooks, no, Adam Clune, Tom Duffy, Kyle Flanagan, Dean Hawkins, Cody Hunter, Drew Hutchison, Cooper Johns, Sean Johnson, Brad Schneider, Blake Taft, and Brandon Wakem. That is the biggest list of dross. You know what that says that to I me? Ever... It better be K Dykes, is what it's saying to me. What it says to me is that, it, yeah, it, 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 it better be Braden Trendle next year. That's fair. One of those two has got to take Dykes over. Come through. Uh, yeah. yeah. Basically, what we're saying is that it can't be, uh, it, it absolutely categorically could not be Matt Moylan going into 2024. Now, there is there are a couple of names of interest. One, Jamin Salmon. He is a Sharks junior. And uh, I could see him re-sign. Like, I, well, I, first of all, I see him re-signing with Penrith. Yeah, he can't leave his But if he did... Um, if he did come back to us, he is the upgraded utility. Like, he is the person that you put on the bench instead of Braden Trindle. Yep, that's a great He's probably the person put on the bench instead of Cam McInnes as well. Yeah, well, the way he's playing. Mate, just, just before you go down that, it's a um, there's a player who left us in Luke Metcalf that was quickly becoming that kind of player. Now, he might be a little bit too small, but um, if he were to put his hand up to come back... I'd be in his manager's ear just quietly. 
as well, there's uh, Brad Schneider. Uh, look, every time he plays us, he seems to just kill it. He's one of them guys, he reminds me of Scott Porter, not in the terms of looks or physique, but the fact that he goes and kills everybody in New South Wales Cup. Pretty average when he uh, when he plays first grade. He's an excellent goal kicker, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle Flanagan is another one who left us. Look, Dan Atkinson could be a, a shot there. Uh, Brandon Wakeham, no. He stinks of Tigers. Blake Taff is an interesting one. Um, I'd probably say no to Blake Taff as well. I'd definitely say no to Matt Frawley. Someone told me the other day that Matt Frawley's only 26, and he looks what? like no. 40 odd. 126. You missed, a, you missed a digit. Yeah. Uh, That's not a good list. I, I, I definitely... No, it's not. It's, it's an absolute dross list. Terry, so, can, I, can I hazard a guess of where you would like to upgrade? Uh, go for it. Would it be in the number nine by any chance? It's not. Oh, well, color me shocked. Yeah, you, you can be shocked. And I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll go into that very, very shortly. Please. Um, yeah. But let's go into the centers. Because mm-hmm. if we thought the 5-8 list was shit, wait till I list this amount of shit to you. Oh, this excites me. Green Anderson. Mm-hmm. Grant Anderson, Jay Cavarillo, Wonga Blake, Braden Burns, Jed Cartwright, Brendan Elliott, Oliver Gildart, Morgan Harper, Patrick Herbert, Peter Hiku, circle that one, Mawini Harati, Heimel Hunt, Matty Cavalu, Thomas Jenkins, I'm pretty sure he's re-signed with Penrith, though. if he hasn't, we should be all over him, Brian Kelly, Jordan Lip, Toto Monga, Marcelo Montoya, although he's more winger these days, Tessie New, Brad Parker, I think he's just signed with the Socceroos. Adam Pompey, Ethan Kwai Ward, Gurmit Shibasaki, Billy Smith, Tommy Talau, Jensen Tormopia, and Anari Tula. Uh, look, Jay Cabarillo, Pedahiku, and Brian Kelly are the only three that you would entertain. Yep. I would entertain Marcelo Montoya at a, at a stretch to... Start on the wing and move Ronaldo in. Yeah, look, that's always the idea. But look, I, I think, I think the back four. Oh, oh, the, the list of wingers is really shit as well. <laughs> it's just so what we're saying, Terry, is I think, I think either Stone Street or Eero have to come in, and what we do around that. Yeah, so that is really, really depressing. Look, I'm still, I still think Eero's the future. I just want to go on record. But I, I, it definitely won't be this year. But the, the issue that we have when you take Talakai out of the centres, right? Let, let, just have a look for all the bad that people think the Talakai does. He leads, he like he's up there in the top ten for meters gained, right? And he does that from centre. Yeah. Can he do he it from lock? Makes though? more meters per. He makes more meters per game than any other centre in the competition. He's second in the league in try assists. He's a fucking centre. Yeah, but can he not do that from lock? You think he's going to set up Ronaldo from lock? It's going to be difficult, but no, I mean more the running metres because whoever's the centre is going to have that. Eero can pass right to left. I'm not worried about that. The metres, we need Talakai in the side, but I would argue that our middle is so weak that Talakai moving would improve it when a centre's ready. I would argue that when he went into the middle of Origin, he looked out of his fucking depth. Yeah, but he'd been playing centre for weeks and weeks. Like, the guy... Like, like the, but just think about it. The guy hasn't played in the forwards since 2020. Yeah, we, he played... He started the season last year in the forwards. He, he started off the bench, but mm. most of the time he was coming on for an injury in the back line. Yeah, like, I, I think... I'm just trying to, because Wade Graham's just too old now, I still think he's a shot at 13, because I don't think Cam McInnes is up to it. The, the issue that I have with moving Talakai into the forwards is that we have so many bog-average forwards at the moment, mm-hmm. right? Like, you always say Toby is your best number two prop. Uh, Brian Hamlin-Newelli is not good. Royce Hunt 
is not good. We haven't seen enough of Tommy Hazelton. We think Jesse Colburn's going to be amazing when he can finally get on there. Cam McInnes, you know, they, they list him at 95 kilos. Okay, if he's run around in the shower before the game, I believe he was 94 <laughs> kilos. Jack Williams is average. Yeah, I'm not a fan. You're digging into the list of average, and by putting Talakai, who is a pretty good center, into the forward pack, because our forward pack is shit. We're robbing Peter to feed Paul, and it's actually not outstanding. Like, I don't think... We get 155 metres per game at centre from Talakai, and I reckon if you put him at lock, I reckon you're taking 35 metres off him because he's going to get hooked. Yeah, look, that, that's fair, but I, I reckon you can get 150 metres from Kyle Iro. We saw him debut on the wing and run for almost 300. I, I'm just trying yeah, to... Sorry? I, I, yeah, but it's it, it's a different kind of... Like, it, it's a different kind of running metres that you're going to get from Kyle Iro because with... With Talakai, you get the tackle breaks, you get the post-contact meters, and you get the quick play of the ball. Whereas with Kay Oliro, he's just going to run at the line and get hit and drop. Yeah, I I think I'm a little bit higher on Hero than you. But look, there's always the Ronaldo center move. I just oh, feel like I'm, defensively, I'm, I'm really... we we just that left but side is a Defensively, the issue... Yeah, the, the, the issue that we have on the left side is that Teague Wilt is young and indecisive because Matt Moylan is a plotter. Yeah. And so if you if they if the if you line up Ronaldo, Talakai, Moylan and Teague, then Teague's gotta do the job of himself and the job of Moylan. Right? And then that brings Talakai into play. And then if you move the other side and you put uh, you know, Moylan makes bad decisions. So if you then move you know, Moylan across and Teague in. When Teague goes in because he doesn't trust Moylan, Talakai has to go in anyway. So we're, de- we're definitely agreeing that the left side is an issue. I think I think Moylan yes, out for Trindle or Dykes makes it a little bit... And like, I haven't seen enough yeah. of Dykes to know how he can defend in the line at the top grade. We haven't seen that yet, but... Trindle, we know Trindle can defend. Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely leaning. Matt Moylan can't be the five eight next year is where I'm going with this, and I don't know if that fixes the Talakai problem. Leave him at centre, but if not, I think Stone Street or Euro have to come in, and Riado has to yep. make the switch. It cannot stay as it is. It's too big a weakness. Now the next position for I know everyone thought that I was going to say Hooker on here, and I can't believe I didn't go for it, uh, but. I just think that there's enough in the club coming through in Kobe Wilson, Sam Healy, Jaden Beryl, you know, is one of the best number nines in New South Wales Cup. And uh, Blake's younger brother Taj is there or thereabouts in terms of potential of another Braley to come in and let us down. I have actually gone with edge back row. Yep. Because I think we're in a spot where we used to laugh about Cronulla only signing back rowers. And now we're in a spot where if Teague Wilton went down with an injury or Nakora went down with an injury, you're looking at moving Talakai, yeah. right? And then, and then your next cab is 80 minutes of Jack fucking Williams. Yuck. Or 80 minutes of Cam McInnes. Yuck. Or 80 minutes of 32-year-old beaten with the father time stick Wade Graham. Where, where though, do you see Jesse Colhoun? In the back row or at lock? I've, I've only, you know, in in seasons past, seen Jesse Colhoun line up in the number 12 jersey. But then he got himself fucking massive and was playing prop and lock. Mm-hmm. And I think Fitz sees him in the middle. And that's why he's gone out and eaten a literal farm. Oh, fair call. He's if, the bloke in the if, if he's lock, I'm happy with that. Yeah, look, we'd add... Second row depth is not not great at the moment because both our second rowers playing for the Jets are Jets contractor players. Yeah, and and again, like uh, I don't mind uh, Shabel Tasapale, but again, if you're turning around saying that you've got a, an injury to Teague Wilton and your next cab up is Shabel Tasapale, you're in trouble. 
Now, you could probably get away with it for one or two weeks of Talakai into the edge, back row, and then bring it in Sam Stone Street. But again, you throw on a, de- a debutant in on that left edge, which is trouble, and people will still target Talakai because Moylan's there. And then we're going to hear how shit Talakai is as a defender anyway, and how shit Euro is, and how shit Stone Street is, and how Ronaldo can't stay on his wing despite you know him being fucking wherever he is. So I definitely think our back row depth is... Where it hurts now. I would would I love an up, upgrade on Blake Braley? Yes, but I think there is still a chance that he could be serviceable. And I'm not too fussed because the bloke who is backing him up in Jaden Beryl is actually playing really good for the Jets. And we also have Cam McInnes at the club. Yeah, that's fair. Where are so you playing? What... Um, uh, there was a player you met, Torquemo. So where's his future? Satini Torquemot? Yeah. The bloke's a fullback. Yeah, but is he is he purely depth or is he in the discussion? I mean, he's in the discussion of if Will Kennedy wants to leave, then you've you've got him there. But if Will Kennedy says he wants to leave, you've got to get a market for a fullback. No, not fickle. No, I just wonder. I'm just ticking the players off as I go. So second row wise so we need a second no, row no. off the bench is what you're saying? We, we just we need some second row depth. Now, there's Henry O'Kane, who we got from the West Tigers, who played for Ireland at the World Cup. He's a development player, but he's playing really well for the Jersey flag team. They're undefeated. Josh Fennell, uh got injured against Canberra, I think, but then came back and played... Or, or did he get injured? When did we beat the Dragons? Was that before or after Canberra? That was after Canberra, yeah. Maybe... St. George um, and had a like but he, he, he played he played against the oh, who were Parramatta oh, no the Bulldogs they beat the Bulldogs yeah. in the last Jersey flag game yeah. by Phil Gott uh, he played he played in that game and he played quite well Henry O'Kane is, is definitely a player of the future as well but if you were to have a look at who's off contract yeah. in the second row stocks yep Fletcher Baker, Billy Burns, Bryce Cartwright, Michael Cheekham. It's got Lachlan Fitzgibbon listed, but I'm pretty sure that got shot just re-signed with Newcastle. Yeah. Tyson Frizzell, Tyrell Fuimano, Jack Kaczewski. Uh, no, I heard some weird stories about him sucking on his wife's toes. That's weird. Mm. Uh, Wade Graham, Jack Johns, Brody Jones, Sam McIntyre, Taniella Sadrugu, never heard of him. Asip Polamy, Secure, no. Alex Seifarth, Tarek Sims. Did he only sign one year at Melbourne? I think so, yeah, but he'll re-sign. He's a Bellamy. So. Yeah, he'll re-sign. Bailey Sirenen, Chris Smith, Scott Sorensen, Joseph Vuna, Corey Waddell, Clay Webb, Teague Wilton. Obviously, we're saying Teague Wilton needs to stay. There are probably a handful of players Can I throw there. something at you, Terry? Yep. So we've talked about all these players of the future coming through. They're all two, three years away. Do you go out and get Warrior Hargraves and Tyson Frizzell, try and pinch hit a premiership, and then bring the kids through? I was going to say, of the players on there that interest me, Fletcher Baker would be one. Mm-hmm. Tyson Frizzell would be another. Scott Sorensen for mine. Is Scott Sorensen, yeah. There's something in Brody Jones. Yeah. I don't know what it yeah. is. We carved that There's something in Brody You know... He's not going to come and start, right? Is he going to is he going to make the bench every week at Cronulla? No, but would you rather Brody Jones on the bench or Charbel Taspale? Is is what I'm getting at with him. Alex Seifarth, or Seifarth, however you say his name, I think he's more of a lock, and he's he's actually had some really decent games at the Tigers. But I just worry that he stands out in the Tigers because they're shit. That's true. See, for uh, me, Terry, Corey Waddell. Tyson Frizzell and Scott Sorensen are the two because they can play in the middle. So they get bench spots. But yeah. at this time of their career, are they going to move for bench spots? That's what you're going to... like Because Sorensen can probably start at a handful of clubs. I, I, think, I think Scott Sorensen... Uh, has he been starting for Penrith? He has the last couple of weeks, but that's because um, Liam Martin's out. Yeah, and they've got Zach Hosking as well. Hmm. Um I mean, Tyson Frizzell is, is, you know, for mine, 
I would happily, I'd happily bring Tyson Frizzell back to the club. You know, he started with us. He never should have left. We made some really, really poor decisions that cost us Tyson Frizzell and cost us a rep player who literally moved two streets away and played for the fucking Dragons and never got close to a premiership. That one hurts. Look, Corey Waddell would be another one that I would consider to come to the club, but he is like a walking suspension. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, look, for mine, there's Tyson Frizzell, Scott Sorensen, Fletcher Baker, uh, Brody Jones. No, I'd say... I've, I've always been a fan of Tyrell Fumayana. The thought of him wearing our jersey scares me because he's a fucking lunatic. Uh, Bailey Sirenen. Is he a... The Warriors. He's the Warriors, isn't he? Yeah, he handy player. I'd rather get Curtis Sirenen if if we're talking... Like, he apparently wants to leave uh, St. Helens. And I don't know why he'd want to leave St. Helens. But if he's on his way home, I'd, I'd happily have him. Yeah. Again, no, I'm, look, I'm no. looking at players to try and win a premiership because we got so many players coming through... But they're all one, two, three years off. So you just got to bridge that gap. The, 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 again, the, the thing for mine with Tyson Frizzell is you're throwing him into an already average pack. Now, we're not bringing him in to start because we've got Teague Wooden and Cora. Mm-hmm. So you've just got like, what is he going to do differently? Uh, I get, like, he's better than what we've got, yeah. But for mine, so, though, sorry, see, Sorensen, 100%. With Scott, with Scott Sorensen, yeah, I, I've never... I mean, apart from him being handsome, I've never really seen the allure of him. Um, I think... We didn't talk about your centres too much, but Pedahiku is the one who I would go absolutely mental to get, or Brian Kelly. Yeah, for I think in, term, in terms of defence, I'm going Pedahiku. Oh, absolutely. In, term, in terms of attack... I'm going Brian Kelly. Yeah, Kelly's a freak, but he can't but tackle. Defense wins it out. I'm going Pedahiku. Again, there's another one. So you if could we were to say that, yeah, if if but I wouldn't pinch it, Pedahiku. I, I would actually keep him around for a while. Fair enough. He's still got he's still got some kind of pace. You've just got to hope they don't grab it behind him because milk turns quicker than him. Yeah, not fast. Uh, we said we had three positions. We filled two of them with Nelson and Roy Hargraves. Give me the short list of players. Pedahiku, Brian Kelly, Jamin Salmon, Luke Brooks. The hooker situation is Jaden Barrel, Brandon Clark, Jake Granville, Cruz Leeming, Jacob Little, Sonny Luke. Jaden Nicarima, Mitch Rain, Nathaniel Roach, Adrian Trevelyan, and Jake Turpin. They're all shit. Well, if you can get Sonny Luke. Uh, and we've already. Yeah, I don't think you'll get him. I think he resigned anyway. This year, Attack of Websites, useless. Whoever contributes to it, Scott and Dan. Fletcher Baker, Tyson Frizzell, uh, Scott Torrenson, and Brody Jones. Out of that, for the last position, I'm probably going to pick Peter Hickey. Yeah, I'd go Fletcher Baker. <laughs> I, I would pick Peter Hickey and cave to you putting Talakai. And who did you say? Fletcher Baker, if you're going to stick. I, I, I like what he's got to offer, and he's not getting a run in that Roosters full squad. Yeah, I like Fletcher Baker as well. I, I, there was... It's the Butcher Brothers, Nat and, and Egan Butcher. There were there were times where we were linked with Egan Butcher, and I think we were linked with Fletcher Baker, and he re-signed for a year. Bad decision. It was. Well, considering uh, they got Angus Crichton and Tupanua to come back, it's going to be tough to break in there. Yeah, Fletcher Baker is definitely one that we should be looking at. Fletcher Baker, Warrior Hargraves, and, and Nelson would cap off great recruitment. Yeah, jeez. Uh, yeah, Fuck. There were some real, like... There, that list of off-contract players has nearly made me blind it, at how shit it is. It's bad. That's why, again, and I say you, you plug a hole for a year and look at next year's 
the the come off contract. The other one you didn't mention before was Bryce Bryce Cartwright. He's clever. He's probably got something we don't have, but I just I don't trust him. I don't. Yeah, he's he's like a brain fart on and off the field, and he definitely doesn't pass the uh, the dickhead test. Yes, but yeah, he 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 does not pass the Fitzgibbon dickhead test. <laughs> like. And just have a look at the wingers, Dan. Robert Darby, Dean Iromea, George Jennings, uh, Arlo Fiano, Camperera, but he's re-signed. Yeah. Samuel Loizu, uh, Leitia Mokadriki, Jade Nockenbor, Jordan Pereira, Jordan Rapana, Charlie Staines, Setu Tu, Raymond Tormalo, Vega, Daniel Tupo, who's re-signed, and Will Warbrick, who's re-signed. That is a dreadful list. Yeah, there's, there's not much the f- to improve on what we've got there. I'm, I'm looking short-term, no. 100%. Looking short-term yeah. and trying again next year. I'm, I'm looking long-term with Nelson. I'm looking medium-term with Fletcher Baker or Tyson Frizzell. And short-term would be Jared Warehouse. 100% mine. agree. But the more that I look at his name, the more that I think Pettahiku fits us. The fact that they picked him over Hammer, though, suggests that he'll probably re-sign and, and keep his career going up there. I agree, and I, I still think that the future of the Cronulla backline is either Eero or Stone Street. So, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. Look, I'm looking you forward. Yeah, we pretty much okay. solved all the well, problems, mate. That was fun. Absolutely. Uh, the next, uh, I, there's no podcast next week, and then uh, Dan and I will be on the air. We'll have a new, I'm just looking through some uh, platforms at the moment as to uh, where we can uh, launch our new podcast. Uh, everyone who subscribed to us, uh, you'll need to resubscribe, but who cares? Uh, we'll get a new Twitter uh, and Facebook, Instagram going up, and we'll go absolutely mental on this. Absolutely. There's a lot of opportunity being open for Dan and I, but uh, the big one, Howell Nelson, Soft Solomona, Dan. Hell Nass. <laughs>